Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Dadcast, where it's okay to support dads without a support group, only because we're bringing the group to you. So it actually works out for everybody. Um, once again, I started this podcast with the full intention of having an open discussion with my daughter, and we'll get her back on it. But for now, she wants to keep our discussions kind of private. So I decided to bring a few friends and family on, and I am so excited to introduce to you guys one of my favorite people on this planet. Um, I've known him since 2003. I've worked with him for about maybe 12, 13 years, side by side. And um, man, just I cannot think of too many people who have had an impact on my life, such as this man. Um, he came into my life at a vital point where I had my dad, my dad bucket was filled because I was in search for fathers, father figures, and a lot of my good friends' fathers filled that role, and they, they poured into me and, and supported me as fathers. My uncles were always there because my dad's brother as well as my father's brothers were very impactful and very, very helpful. But at this time, I was rounding out about 22, 23 years old, and I needed someone closer, like a big brother. And God always is going to provide exactly what you need when you need it and trust in that. And here comes Trevor, like a great man, stand up dude. And I want to tell you a absolute pillar in the community. I have watched this man literally mentor. I can honestly say 100 people like guidance, love, compassion, empathy. You name it. This man has, has been very impactful to several people and I've watched him go through things in his life personally with um, you know just all kinds of friends and family issues because we all have them and it looked like a a lightning storm with a metal umbrella sometimes (laughs) and he walks out with humility dusts himself off and no matter what I have asked this man for he has never said no so with that said, man, I, I can't tell you how much this man is meant to me, but I want to introduce him now. And the reason I brought him on today is because of something he told me when my daughter was being born. He told me, <laughs> and when you talk about passion for life and passion for people, like I, second to none. And this statement he brought to me, and I, I always pass on to others because it is something I'm going to take to heart and to the to my grave with me and and hopefully beyond because it's going to have to keep living you know after me as well but this statement was you have to be very very intentional on how you raise your daughter and the impact you have on your daughter because until your daughter understands who God is you are God to her And when he looked me in my eyes and pointed at my chest and and like did not blink (laughs) when I tell you those words, he charged me with that. He, He gave me that and let me know who I was and how important I was and what I would mean to this young woman in her life. And yes, it is that serious. So without further ado, this is my friend, my mentor, uh, big brother. Sheesh, guidance counselor and, and, and all that and more. Pastor, 
Uh, this is Mr. Trevor, and uh, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you so much for being here and uh, sharing your time with us. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope that as we go through this conversation and this moment or of this day with each other, I hope that some of the things that I share with you, you guys are able to take nuggets from it. Some of them will be my personal uh, point of view, and <clears throat> I also understand that other people may have different points of view, but I also will respect yours, and I hope that my words plant seeds in your spirit so that you can function physically on some of the advices that I may offer. So good afternoon, good day, all, wherever you are. I hope that this reaches some of those fathers that are going through some speed bumps uh, in their lives uh, as it pertains to raising and even getting to and having the opportunity and chance to raise the spirits of your children. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Trev, can you share with us a little bit real quick? Um, you have two daughters, correct? And yes. their ages, please. Yes. I have a 20-year-old daughter and I have a five-year-old daughter. <laughs> so the age gap, uh, how do they operate together? I, Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> how do they, you know, how, how are they, you know, because it's like a, a they're, they're their own people, you know what I mean? It, exactly. Because they operate in their own it, different spaces because they have such different period, period, you know, right. periods in their life to, to You're operate. Right. You're so, right. Okay. Well, how this, do they operate together, though? <laughs> this, is, this is the thing that, uh, that I had to, to understand. First off, I had to learn to understand the spirit of each child mm. first. That makes sense. What's in her spirit, how her spirit functions, mm. and make sure I love her, her way, at her capacity, and let both of them understand that they're two different people mm -hmm. that receives the same love, but catered to them. Ah, I like that. So you don't, you're not a, a, a parent. You are a parent to this child and you're a parent to that child. It's not cookie cutter. Ah, it's right, not cookie right. cutter. So it's not like what I say goes and you do this and just because I said it, you do it too. Right, right, no, it's, right, right. You receive things a certain way, you receive things a certain the, way. The spirit of my oldest daughter, mm -hmm. she is, um, she's into art, she's into makeup, she's Creative. into, to, uh, and she even enjoys music. Okay. My youngest daughter, whether it be the independence, daddy, I can do it myself. Mm. Daddy, I want to watch this video. Daddy, I want to color, uh, uh, I want to use markers versus crayons. Uh, mm. I, I want to help cook. She's a free thinker. Right. She's she's an outlier yeah. from yeah, what right. I'm I, noticing so nice. far. That's nice. Like, I know what I want. Right. I know what I want. Mm. However, because I have in or showed the seeds of me loving to cook, mm -hmm. me wanting, uh, me being a barber. Mm -hmm. Now that's the conduit to let them connect. Mm -hmm. So now when we cook dinner together, Sweet. the five-year-old, she gets to season the meat. She gets to clean the meat. Okay. The older daughter, she gets to put it in the pot. Mm -hmm. Right. She, the youngest one, she gets to turn on the stove. Okay. The oldest one, she gets to turn and flip the meat. Nice, nice, nice. So bring them together. I see what and you're doing there. The older one teaches the younger one who she is, mm. and the youngest one teaches the older one 
the older one who she is. That's, so that's look, cool. I'm five. I understand that I'm five. Right. The 20 year old, I'm 20. And they both understand who the spirit of the other one is. Nice. And they respect each other's spirit. We do it through the cooking and through the barbering. I, I let the younger one shave my head. I let the older one <laughs> shave. They both started, uh, she started when she was uh, seven. Okay. And now the five-year-old, she shaves my head with a big blade. Okay. She saw yeah, pictures of her older sister doing it. Now she gets to do it. Oh, nice. So Empowering them. Exactly. Right, right. That's and then important. Th- just the other day, man. I, uh, yesterday, I had been saving up some money to uh, allow my daughter to one day go to the bank or whatever. And I wanted her to go yeah, to the, the bank. Youngest. The youngest, yes. the five-year-old. Okay. Now, the 20-year-old, she did it when she was five as well. Right. They go to the bank <laughs> and ask the, uh, the teller, nice. I would like to make a deposit and I would like to get a balance. Wow. And that's her money. Wow, this is awesome, you guys. He's really showing me pictures right now. He's literally holding her up at the, t- <laughs> at the window so she can make her transaction. Wow. And then when the guy came out with the machine and started flipping it, yeah. it was like, okay, wow. Now, the oldest daughter that's 20, mm-hmm. she's been there. She's done that. Mm-hmm. She now sees that, okay, it's her turn to do it. Right. And she saw herself at that age like, yeah. Now, naturally, they're not scared of mm-hmm. going to a bank, opening a bank account, and then going from there. And understanding the process of that. Exactly. Know what it feels like. I hope y'all listening, y'all. Just start empowering these children. Uh, first question, uh, what is da- What is being a dad taught you? Not just about, well, in, in all aspects, mm-hmm. about yourself, mm-hmm. about life, as well as your mm-hmm. children. There's, so. there's a few things that I'll go into that, that it has taught me. Um, and I'll touch bases on these a little bit later. But uh, being a father, uh, the greatness of a, of a father, mm. the uh, planting of seeds directly and indirectly, Okay. And understanding and knowing that this is the toughest job you will ever love. <laughs> you don't want to quit, and you're yeah. all right with the overtime. I, li- I like the sound of that. The toughest job you ever love. It's because so many people don't understand how to take the good with the bad. Right. And, right. And, and still know that the good is the ultimate end result. You know what I mean? The good like, is the regardless. ultimate end result. But how about this? If you see a problem within a situation mm-hmm. with your child, right? Mm-hmm. Now, wherever you see a problem, maybe that's where you were called to fix. On the job, mm-hmm. working for somebody else, uh, in your craft. Right. Uh, you, you could be a, a, a person that crafts chairs out of wood. Mm-hmm. If you see there's a problem, you were called to fix. This is your job. Correct. If you're a barber and you see a hairline kind of off, mm-hmm. you were called to fix this because you are a barber. Right. If you are a mechanic and you see, uh, uh, let's just say the tires are imbalanced, right. you're a mechanic. You were called to fix. Correct. Now, I'm a father. That's a great analogy, too. I see something going on with my child. Right. I was called to fix. That makes, yeah, that, that's perfect. That's a perfect analogy it's because the, a lot of us see these things in the physical and you think nothing of fixing that physical thing. Right. But there are emotional and mental things that we all go through and disconnects as well. And we are called to fix that. Period. Not let it go. Not let it get worse. You know, address it and... I, and I there, like that. There are like two that. ways that I see fixing it. Mm-hmm. One way is make sh- preventative love. I call it preventative love. I like right? that. Right? I like that. So 
I love you so much that I filled your spirit mm-hmm. with what I have learned my journey, period. I love you. No one could never tell you you're pretty and mean it more than I did because I want nothing from you. Mm-hmm. No one can tell you that you're smart and you believe them instead of believing me because I filled you with so much of who you are in your spirit that if someone comes along and says the same thing, mm-hmm. it's, I know, thank you for the confirmation. Right, right, right. And then the and second... And you can't be manipulated through that. Exactly, because I want nothing from you. Right. My right. father wanted nothing from me. Right. And he affirmed it and, and, and solidified it. And I have a foundation now. Period. Correct. That was preventative love. I love that. And it stops from uh, younger men that probably did, may have not had a, a, a source or a father mm-hmm. to guide them. Mm-hmm. And they only may see the beauty of my daughter in the flesh. Mm. They may see my daughter in the flesh and think she's pretty. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to know her spirit, she'll, he'll know that she's beautiful. Amen. Amen. Oh. Then the second one is mm-hmm. every person, regardless of who they are. Their economic uh, background, the relationship with their, with, between their parents, whether they got along or not. What I've learned is everyone is going to have some issue, whether it be within themselves or something imposed on them. Some issue. Mm-hmm. What I do is I've learned to love the hell out of mm-hmm. my child. Mm-hmm. With every, I had an older, my oldest daughter. She uh, was supposedly diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. She was uh, upset, depressed. Her and her mom didn't see eye to eye on it or whatever else. And that's fine. So my, I told my daughter, okay, if that's what they say the diagnosis is, okay, that's what they say it is. Correct. Now, what we're going to do is I'm going to teach you another way. Mm. I'm going to help you another way because the conventional pattern in which society stands on doesn't necessarily work for your spirit. Mm-hmm. And because of their conventional standards, it's breaking your spirit. Mm. You are a Graham. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily stand on the conventional way of the way things go and or occur in society. I like that, man. Especially not this one that's not catering to us. I see it. So as a result, mm. okay, if whether it be their medication or whatever else works or not, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because what I was, what I had to do was plant seeds with my words mm-hmm. into her spirit. How can we look at this from a different perspective? That's good. How can we see things from a different point of view and govern ourselves accordingly from the new point of view that we have mm-hmm. and function on that and see if it works? Wow. You, you, now have a uh, I have this twenty year old daughter. Mm-hmm. I told her you, you don't need to, uh, as far as the college is concerned. Blah blah blah. That might not necessarily work for you. Mm-hmm. But my five year old, on the other hand, she's on some uh, uh, a doctor or blah blah blah. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. So now the twenty year old, if she, but yet she has an internship. She has a job. Now she has two jobs, uh, and she goes to college, and she has her own makeup business. Wow. So now when people were not necessarily saying positive things right. into her spirit, what I did was loved that hell out of her mm-hmm. 
now she functions with more confidence mm -hmm. and her mindset is daddy as soon as i make my first million i think you deserve blah 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 x y and z a <laughs> b and c nice. and she's already thinking of dad this is what we need to do we could buy this piece of property, rent this piece of property out, then we can turn around and also use that for this, blah, blah, blah. Have that be a, a multiple, uh, have one of our family's stream of income. I love that. And now, whenever she does something what she calls cluck, mm. or better yet, let me turn it around. If I do something cluck, if mm. I make a mistake, if mm. I do something, she'll tell me, hey, dad, look, I still got some of those pills left over from three years ago. <laughs> Good. That's still, good. Yeah, yeah. I still got these. Uh, I got some Focalin, Daddy. You want to take one of these? Because what you just did was like, that was cluck, Daddy. Okay, that's, just, that's awesome, man, because now you can <laughs> laugh about this. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And, and you loved it out of her to where you took uh, an issue where she was emotional, she was, you know, down and depressed about it, and then you flipped the whole script on, on the script. <laughs> like, no, 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 you can't write this script for us. No, no, no. This is what we came to do. And you took that head on, man, and that's that's a wonderful thing, man. That is beyond wonderful. And with that said, that's a great transition to this next question because you have to have a solid foundation yourself. Right, right. So that you can present that to someone. Right. Like that didn't just, you know, just pop up in your brain or just, you know, you walking down the street one day and, and a tire bumped you in the head. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You have an amazing foundation spiritually and mentally and emotionally just to be able to handle that and weather that storm. So with that said, what are your main principles of being a father, a dad? Okay. The, the principles that I have are the principles that I live and try to stand up to for myself. And one of the key things that helped me become a mentor, whether I chose to or not, mm -hmm. were the principles uh, I called who be. Ah, Ha 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 ha! So, so I don't want to interrupt you on this. No, no, go but, ahead. But I, 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 I have I to think give you, know you. Oh, do do I know what? it? What? <laughs> do I know it? Hey, um, once again, I told y'all he came at a time where I needed a little bit more structure and a different foundation for the beginning of my manhood. And let let me explain something to you. When I talk to people, a lot of people beat themselves up about their 20s and, and, and their young adulthood. And what I've learned before we get into this is that, and my philosophy is, your 20s are your infant stages of your adulthood. You are an infant. You scrape your knees, you fall, you get up. You don't think anything of it. Oh, I'm gonna learn how to walk because I'm tired of falling. Or I see all these other people walking, I should walk too. I have two legs, They're, I'm healthy, whatever it may be. Um, when you get older, those wounds then become emotional and mental. Could and you don't see them. If you don't learn from them. If you don't learn from them, they become emotional and right. mental. And you're not scraping your knees and putting band-aids on them anymore. Now, half the time, you're digging the wounds even deeper. Yep. Or, or staying around people yep. that continue to dig the wounds even deeper. Even you deeper and you hurt yourself. So, at that time, I needed something, a foundation to stand on. And Trevor, he ran this off to me. He said, I, I don't remember what we were talking about. But I'm sure it was about being a man, and I was complimenting him on who he was. And he said, man, my thought process every day is that I need to be a well-groomed, humble, organized businessman that's equipped mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. Yes. <laughs> and it is not yes. a game. And it yes. never, it's not a game. It is, never has been a game ever since you told me that. And 
that is part of my affirmations and my prayer every, every day. day. My too. My too, dog. Thank my you. too. And thank you for my that. My too. So once again, we're going to run this off because if you don't even know where to start as a young man or if you're a young mother who is trying to instill values in their young man, well-groomed, humbled, humbled organized, organized businessman business that is equipped mentally, mentally physically, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and, and financially. financially. And you must constantly pour into those buckets so that you are focused on a foundation of what a man should look like. Amen. Thank you, brother, man, for that. Man, for sure. I wanted to thank for you for sure, that. For sure. I, I, I did not mean to interrupt, but I just... No, it's all good. This was an important thing man, to me. Man. You man. gave me that, and it's part of who I am today. Trevor walked in just now. He said, hey, man, you look kind of prepped, brother. Where, where are you going? I said, you taught me you well. Will. You dress like this every day at work, and now... You know, the comfortable, I used to be, I tried to be comfortable in some t-shirts and, and, and some sweats every day. But then I realized, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. You asked me if I, uh, my t-shirt was tucked in one day. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I tuck in my t-shirts, brother. I am that I serious. I am that intentional. I don't want to look like my daughter's favorite rapper. I, and you should not. <laughs> and you should not. Right. And, and, and right. it's a wonderful thing because they need someone to look at and, and admire and revere and we are that. Right. Well, see, the thing is, uh, one thing that, that got me with that is, just, just, just to put a bookmark right where that was, but what I realized as I was getting older, um, when you're a kid, you, you kind of, you know, dependent on your parents, right? Absolutely. But as a, as, a, as a kid, up until you're about 18, you should have, you know, a little bit of flavor. Mm-hmm. From 18, I'm sorry, from 20 up until 30, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of swag. Mm-hmm. After 30, have some class. Amen. And there it is there. <laughs> there it is there. Have some and, class. And, and the whole thing is, there should be a, a foundation of class in all of that anyway. Yes. You know? Yes. It's yeah. gonna come, it should come from your and, But source. it comes from us. Right, your source. The parents. Well said. So, I'm sorry, man, but the, your principles are, and they come from... Who be? The acronym is who be. So it's well-groomed, humbled, organized businessman that is equipped mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, period. At least start with that. And then after a period of time, when it starts to manifest itself, it will come out in what you say and what you do. Mm. I love it. I love it. So, um, and once you once you've established that, once you've established that, then go into more details. So now, where, where do you go from there, and, and and the importance of being the father? Okay. Now, uh, for everyone listening, I don't want to speak too much. So some of this will kind of be just on a title based, uh, without me going too deep into it. I don't want to make this podcast boring for you, but yet uh, I want it to be edifying to your spirits. Well, not just that, though. We're also going to have Trevor on several more times because he and I you talk got it. often and he is a, f- a wealth of knowledge. So, you, got you know, it. I'm going to definitely check back in with you in the next you know, couple of weeks or so, you know, based on your schedule and availability. And we can talk about the world and, and, and back. So, yes, Good. yeah, please fill us in. But he'll be back to, you know, fill okay. us in on some more later. Okay, so... There, there are four topics for me right now that I would like to get into uh, the people that are listening. Get into your spirit just to give you a hint of my mindset. Uh, first off, uh, 
understand that another definition for father is source. Secondly, as a father, you're a teacher. You plant seeds directly and indirectly. Third, a great man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And subtopic to that would be, I would highly consider an arranged marriage, but I'll elaborate on that. And fourth, being a father is the toughest job you'll ever love. You have to love what I call preventative love and to love the hell out of. Mm. So those are the four things that I think are pretty solid foundations. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. So um, with the preventative thing, like I really truly believe in that personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Why? Why do you believe it? Because I believe we are the source of 90% of our own problems. And then the other 10%, we carry on. Mm. You're going to run up against things. But how long do you allow that thing to then carry on into your life? Right. So preventative, like you said, if I'm going to tell my daughter how amazing she is, um, if you know you have a test coming up, why are you not preparing for this test? Failing this test was preventative. It was an opportunity for you to prevent this fail. Right. Right. However, we don't look at it as our fault. When this thing happens, we allow these outside factors to affect us, and then we blame the world. Whereas we reserve the right to not only protect ourselves, but educate ourselves, love ourselves, and and put ourselves in position to do better. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Amen. And um, once again, and then the, the loving the hell out of your child or whatever situation may be, once again, just remembering, you know, taking the good with the bad, whatever it may be, you know, taking that rain and knowing that sunshine is coming, mm-hmm. you know, taking that rain and just saying, hey, you know what? All right. No problem. I'm going to get wet a little bit. But good thing is I'm about to grow tomorrow. Hmm. You know, I'm this gonna grow tomorrow. Right. Because seasons do not last. Hmm. Tough times don't last. Pe- tough people do. Right. Right. And that's what we got to go through. Right. And hey, getting better every single day. And, uh, okay, so we're going to, you know, get this last question in, man, because we don't want to keep y'all, but, you know, we do want to keep filling y'all with as as much uh, love and and, and knowledge and wisdom as we can. But uh, we're going to get to this final question, and then we're going to let Trev go because we all got stuff to do. Um, what What is or are some of the most important things that you want to instill in your children? Stand on the principles of truth and love. Ooh, wee. I want that. And pretty much everything will work itself out from there, huh? I really, <laughs> dog, I really believe that, man. Yeah. I'm staying, yeah. in talking to my uh, children and other people, but mainly my children, <clears throat> because that's the topic. If I'm standing on principles of truth and love, do you know that there are so many, di- I don't want my daughter to ever receive my words as if it was a text message. <laughs> okay. Things get lost in translation. translation. Yes, they do. Well, I don't want you to think my right. words are mm. a text. You you understood completely where I came from when I said mm. what I said, whether it be sweet or sour. Yes. But also understand that I can also say it from a principle of truth and love. Mm. So now, if my daughter made what she called it, what, what was that word? Uh, a cluck. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> if, my, okay. if my daughter says something cluck, right, mm-hmm. or does something. Cluck mm-hmm. for I, I, I sandwich it. 
Okay. What I do is I give a little bread. I, I give it a meat by addressing the issue. Mm-hmm. Then I top it off with bread. Okay. For example, any any scenario, your kid, uh, and let's say some parents got problems with the kid taking a car, the way they dress, or uh, what, ha- or their source of friends, or whatever the okay. crowd. Okay. All right. So oh, my no. thing is this: I would tell my daughter, "Hey, you know you're a Graham. Mm. You're a Graham." Mm-hmm. You come from a lineage of well-groomed, humble, organized business people, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I like your friend such and such. And I know at this age, because you're at your however old, you know, your child may be at that time, uh, about this person. Do you feel safe and secure mm. if I were to hang out or if I had a camera while you and that person were hanging out? Ooh-wee. If you knew I was watching, mm-hmm. would you be afra- ashamed or proud of your friend? Mm. Watch yourself. Mm. Don't get yourself in any issues or situations where me and your other resources are going to have to get you out. Wow. We love you too much because of how wow. awesome you are. And that's, a, that's an amazing way to not just present, not just to instill but to provide a mindset of accountability to that child as opposed to do what I say, not what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I said so because I'm the dad. Right. This is what I'm telling you and don't hang out with that person. Right. No. Right. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go. Go ahead. Go. Go. But hey. Mind, mind but, your business. Mind, mind your. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Mind don't, your tribe. That's what I say. Mind your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your friends like you pick your fruit. Ah. Uh, you, hey, you want them fresh. <laughs> you want them fresh. <laughs> you want them fresh. Fresh and ripe. Because <laughs> that mold, that mold, did you notice, wrong. did you notice that if you put one piece of moldy fruit with the rest of the fruit, whether they're ripe or not, that mold grows onto the rest. Yes. Yes. Wow. So don't, don't wow. let that one person have, have to, because That's she heavy. understands that yeah. my father and his and my other resources, right? Because uh, you got uh, uncles, you got godfathers, man, you got, yes, man, yes. And, if if and, they and you catch you acting and, up, and you have a team of godfathers, y'all, man, I, I, everybody I've known, I've never met anyone who has had a team of godfathers. How many godfathers did you seven? You hear that? It's she has seven godfathers because it's the uh, whole spiritual number of completion. But Ooh. all of these men <clears throat> are cut from the same cloth. Yes. That's why you let one of Leilani's godfathers. Yes. It's because, okay, this is what we stand on, but don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm equipped in a lot of ways, and I all, wasn't always saved. Right, yeah, yeah. And my daughters understand that, you at the, well, my, my oldest daughter. At, when she turned 16, I gave her sweet 16, which was, a walkthrough of who some of these men that's been around her really are. <laughs> right. And they talked to her mm-hmm. like she was a homie, not my daughter. Right. Really brought her that real. This is what I am. This is what hood I'm from. Mm. This is what I have done. But the man you see me before you right now, because possibly of who your father has been in my life, I keep that away from him, but I'm still into that. Don't let your father have to call me. <laughs> soldiers, y'all. Man, you it's the have some soldiers and, and you. Now I, I learned that God you has have, warriors too. Period. <laughs> Michael. God has warriors. Michael. Too. Yes, sir. Michael was like, hey, hey, Michael, uh, you gotta kick <laughs> Lucifer out. I'm out. 
So the, the way I saw it was I got two different mm-hmm. lions on my shoulder. The one I feed is going to be the one that grows the most. Yes. That don't mean this one gone. Mm-hmm. What, I've, what I've gotten out of hmm. loving the hell out of some of my enemies or guys that don't necessarily care for me, mm-hmm. I didn't care how they felt about me. That was, that was the thing. I didn't really care enough. So now those same shoulders are the one that fight these shoulders battles. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Trev. Mm-hmm. Homeboy said, what about you? Right. Hey, man, hold on, man. Uh, let's, let's, I got to... Let's go talk. Yeah, I, I got this. I, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. You don't have to. No, no, I'm just going to talk to him. Call, and blah, call blah, the blah, dogs blah. off. Call you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But when a child knows mm. that I have a solid spiritual backing mm-hmm. that don't touch or bother or throw me off of my goal and or my objective mm-hmm. or my target which mm-hmm. is to be something and and be with God and yes. make sure I do the godly because I have I'm yes. held accountable for my target or bullseye which is all these other men that going to see me out here blah blah don't that's my end game that's the end I have a purpose you cannot get me off ended I've been sitting yes don't get <laughs> off ended yeah I like you that. can't get me off ended right and what I also taught my daughter was whether it be in a relationship or with her friends mm-hmm. listen and I want some of you guys if you if you if you're chiming in just 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 call in or or tell me what you got the answer but or what the answer you think is um you can become one with somebody whether it be your friends or whatever else right mm-hmm. now if you ever played archery you have to use the correct eye mm-hmm in order to hit your bullseye. That's true. Right? That's true. Now, if you're one with somebody else, you have two eyes. Mm. Hence, two different perspectives. Correct. So at the appropriate time, you have to use the correct stance, correct perspective in order in archery mm. to hit your bullseye, right? Yes. Guys that are listening, I want you right now, or when you've finished listening, Google, what is it called when you miss your target in bulls archery? What is it called when you miss your mark in archery? Once you realize what it's called to miss your mark in archery, it can change your life and it can change your perspective. So with that said, we also want you guys to email us. Uh, you can't call in right now because we're on the podcast. But um, you can email me at themarkofgenius at gmail.com. That's Mark, M-A-R-C. That's my name. T-H-E-M-A-R-C. Of genius at gmail.com. So, um, Trev, do you want to give them that answer or do you want them to look it up? I think if they look it up, ah, call in. Be, be interactive, y'all. So, check it out. What is it to miss your mark in archery? Look that up, figure it out, um, let that resonate in your spirit, uh, take it with you, teach somebody, pass it on. Um, also, if you have any comments or questions or topics you'd like to, uh, to, to discuss, um, please feel free to email me, themarkofgenius at gmail.com. 
Uh, we truly, for Trevor and I, we truly appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to listen to us. Uh, we hope that this has blessed you with any type of uh, just knowledge or what, whatever is resonated or, or just helps you in any type of way. We hope that this message greeted you in good spirits and you were able to take something from it. And once again, please reach out to us, man. We'd love some feedback. Let me know what we could do better and how often. So with that said, peace and blessings to you all. We pray that you are amazing and your children are great. And let's raise this next generation of, of wonderful people. Trev, do you want to say anything on the way out? Uh, fellas, better your parents. <clears throat> when you get a chance and you do look up uh, what is it called to miss your mark in archery, also understand as parents, who have you connected yourself with? You became one with, whether it be a family member, friend, or wife. And you used the wrong perspective and what it caused you to do. Because remember, it's the father that is held liable and responsible because you were the one that received the job, the mission, the vision, and the purpose to lead your family. Couldn't have said it no better. Peace and blessings, all. Talk to you soon.